I think it's always good to have those things where you you do it just because you want to do it, you know? Like you don't necessarily have to have a goal that you want to reach in order to give purpose to something, right? Like, you know, if you want to learn how to play piano and do it just for fun, then that's reason enough. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name is Femke. And my name is Charlie. And this is the first episode of 2019. The new year is a fresh start. We've got a fresh year of podcasts coming up for you. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm looking forward to this year. In this episode, we thought that we would talk about our goals and our plans for the year, do a bit of reflecting on 2018 as well. I'm pretty sure this is what every podcast is doing at the start of the year, but hey, I think it's good to reflect. I think it's good to plan ahead and, I don't know, share with you what we're planning. But first, it's been a while since we last recorded, so that means, Fem, it's been a while since we last talked, actually. Yes, I know. Thank you to everyone who sort of waited over that limbo month of December where we took a break. We're really excited to be back, though. For sure. So, Fem, how's life in general? You launched something pretty exciting really recently. How's it all going? Yeah. So today I finally put my YouTube channel live. This has been a year in the making, to be honest. I mean, I've only started making videos six weeks ago, but really it's been a year of like mental preparation and Mm -hmm. mental motivation and encouragement to actually finally do this. So I feel really good about finally putting everything live. But at the same time, it is extremely scary. I am feeling really nervous. Like, I don't know, you know, those nerves you get before a big exam or something like just suddenly having it live. I feel super exposed and nervous and scared, but also very relieved and proud of myself and excited for the future stuff I'm going to create and share. Yeah, you should be excited. I am so proud of you. Honestly, those two videos that you've put live so far are both really good. Like, honestly, probably the strongest start to a YouTube channel that I've ever personally seen. (laughs) Well, thank you. I mean, I had a lot of encouragement from some very dear friends. It's so weird. Like when I was studying, you know, I did a lot of research and looking at other people and what they're creating and learning how to make videos. And I really had no idea how to start. And I know I asked you, I think for advice on like what to launch with. So it's, it's awkward. It feels like, you know, walking for the first time or something. I feel very awkward. I don't really know what to best do or how this whole YouTube thing works, but I'm going to get there, I think. And I'm super, super excited for this year in particular and what I want to do with my channel. Yeah. Awesome. And I think that the best thing to do actually is not really worry about what you're supposed to be doing on YouTube and all of that and just do what you want to do. Make the videos that you think should be out there in the world. I think that's that's the best thing to do. Yeah, for sure. So I guess that's pretty much what I've been working on the last month while we've been taking a break from these podcasts. I've been recording a lot of videos, learning how to edit videos. I took a course on Premiere Pro. Of course, we had Christmas and New Year, so that was really low-key and chill. I spent it at home with Owen. We didn't do anything particularly exciting. We're going to New Zealand in a few weeks, so we're kind of hanging out for that and keeping things low-key in the meantime. But yeah, it's been been a nice month of December, I think. Yeah, it has been for me too. I took a break from making videos in December. Well, I should say I take a break from publishing videos because I actually did a lot of making I took the break just because I felt like I was 
almost tripping over myself in terms of getting videos out there. Like, I would be thinking about it and making it in the week that it was going live. I had no buffer and, I don't know, it was it was stressful and there was other things that I wanted to get done. So after five years of publishing every week, decided that it was time to, like, I could allow myself to take a break for a month. Oh, totally well-deserved and <laughs> earned. Like, you, you shouldn't feel bad about taking a break at all. It's so deserved. Thank you, yeah. It's, it's hard to just think about breaking that streak, though, you know, but... um. Yeah, it was Paul Jarvis talked about the fact that he takes the holiday period off writing his newsletter. And when I, like, I think I tweeted about this, I was like, oh, I've liked seeing what Paul Jarvis does, but, you know, afraid of breaking the streak. And he said to me that if it helps, he doesn't consider it breaking the streak because it's like a purposeful break that he plans ahead for. And it's like, you know, on purpose. So I was like, yeah, you're right. It's not like I've just missed a week of uploading. I decided that I was going to take the month off and then I did it. So that made me feel better about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's more about intent, I guess, right? Like, what's your yeah. intention? If you intend to publish every single week for the rest of your life and you skip one, then, yeah, you broke the streak. But if your intent is to intentionally take a break and take some time off to reflect and then come back stronger, then I don't think that's breaking a streak at all. You're still going strong, girl. Yeah, exactly. And it was amazing. Like, such a good break from it. I, I was able to focus on things. I actually had a week where I filmed, I think, seven videos in a week. Oh my gosh. Wow. Getting ahead because I'm coming out with this. It's like a series about building a store, online store using Webflow. Coming out with that at the end of this month, um, maybe the beginning of uh, February. And so, yeah, time to prepare that. It was good. Just time to reflect and, and decide what I want my year to be like. Um, so yeah, it, it was a good break. I'm in New Zealand right now at my parents' house. Just hanging out here in New Zealand for about a month uh, until I go onto our team retreat in February. So, yeah, we're in we're in a very different time zone right now. <laughs> so nice. How is it like down there taking a a break and chilling out and spending time with family? Oh, so good. Especially because it's summer here in New Zealand, and so uh-huh. the sun is out. Going to the beach every day. My parents um, recently moved near the beach, so. It's it's blissful, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be me in three weeks or so. <laughs> Not long to go. All right, well, should we get into talking about our 2019 and all this reflecting time we've had? It's time to, like, actually get started on putting things into action, I suppose. So until we decided we were going to do this episode, I hadn't really done any goal setting or taken time to reflect on last year. Well, it's lucky we did that then. <laughs> yeah, I know. So usually I do this every year just as something I want to do for myself. But I don't know. I feel like when I look back on 2018, it wasn't really a standout year for me. I think a lot of things I wanted to do, I didn't end up doing. And I kind of felt okay about it. But also like looking back and thinking about what I wanted to achieve at the start of the year and how much enthusiasm I had to do those things, it also kind of makes me feel sad that I didn't do them. So it's a bit conflicting in a way, because at the time I I felt, oh, well, I'm not doing this thing and that's okay. I, I want to prioritize these other things. But then looking back, I'm kind of like, oh, it's a bit of a shame that I didn't do that. It's kind of like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of strange, but I don't know. Should we start with reflecting on 2018? I have in front of me uh, some goals that I set for last year, I did this worksheet by Sean Blunk. I think it was called Plan Your Year or something like that, where it was, I think you did it as well, right? 
Yeah, I did. It was it was a really great one. We should link it, link to it in the, in the show notes. Yeah, we'll link to it. It was this guide where it helped you to reflect on the previous year. So that was 2017. And then also set goals for 2018 and even drill down to like the months that you wanted to achieve them and what your focus was going to be every month, which was which was really cool. I have a list of goals. I won't go through all of them, but maybe I'll just read out some standout ones that I achieved. Yeah, go for it. And then maybe some that I didn't <laughs> as well. Uh, so one goal that I had was to read more last year. I wanted to read 12 books. That's one book per month, which doesn't sound like that much, but I sadly did not achieve this. And I think I read maybe five or six books. So I'm a bit bummed about that. But this year I actually just joined a couple of weeks ago, a book club, like a physical book club where people get together. Cool. So I'm excited to, uh, hopefully that will encourage me to read more books this year. I'm sure it will. I had some other things around like teaching more and teaching about design. I even had starting a YouTube channel written down as a goal for last year and becoming more of a thought leader in design. I don't feel like I achieved those directly. As I just launched my channel, I feel like that's going to be my big goal for this year. I think last year was me thinking a lot about it and pondering it and mulling it over and then a year later, now I kind of feel ready to actually get stuck into that and try and achieve that more this year. I think that you can count that. I would count that as achieved in a way because you were working on it the whole year, whether it was intentional or not. Like even in the things you were doing at your job at Uber, like all the learning that you're doing, you're gathering it all up and, you know, now you're going to be able to teach people about it, right? You can't teach what you don't know. That's true. And you were working on the YouTube channel. Um, during 2018. So, you know, just because it wasn't out there yet, I still think I still think you were working on that goal. Yeah, that's true. I'm hoping that this year I can be more intentional and, you know, publish content a bit more regularly in this space. Yeah. I had quite a few goals like around social goals and friends. Like I wanted to have more friends over for dinner, play more board games uh, have more date nights with Owen, things like that. So really friends and family time. I feel like I achieved this last year. If I look back on it, my time spent doing side projects went down quite a lot and my time spent with my friends really increased. And I felt a little bit guilty about that at first, but actually reflecting, I really valued all the you know quality time that I got to spend with my friends was really special. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, I had a few goals around exercising, which I think I talked about a lot last year. I started running. I also started rowing. One of my goals was to pick up a proper sport. So I kind of count that. So all in all, I, I feel pretty good about last year being a year of like personal growth, I guess, investing in myself in my health, my social life, things like that. Now that I feel like I have those things kind of stable, I... I'm looking forward to this year on pushing some of those a bit further and then also focusing a bit more on side projects. Love that. Yeah, I, I think that all in all, you should count that year as a success just because of that personal growth. You know, that's that's important too. Tell me about you. What were your goals and how do you feel about last year in general? So I don't have my plan your year thing sitting in front of me, um, which means I don't remember all of the goals that I set, which is probably a bad sign, but I do remember the main ones. The main thing I wanted to focus on last year was speaking. 
I really, really wanted to be someone who does public speaking and I wanted to like land, I think I said three opportunities and I actually ended up doing four. So that was really great. Wow, nice. Yeah, that for that, I would consider that a success. Also in doing the Sean, Sean Blanc's Plan Your Year thing, I liked the way that it made me treat like things I want to do as just as important as, you know, like work stuff and like business goals and that sort of thing. So I did a lot of travel in 2019. I just published, sorry, 2018. Now I'm getting confused. <laughs> I just published my year in review because now that I have a blog, I can, you know, write that. And I think that I went on 13 different trips and ended up visiting 26 different like cities or towns Wow! on those 13 trips. So, you know, that's a lot of travel that I did. And I was treating that as important. And it was a year of wanting to seize opportunities for me. So, like, when things came up, I wanted to be able to, you know, take action on them and just really make use of this remote life that I have. Traveling to places just to meet people and hang out with them, you know, or traveling somewhere just because I want to go to this conference, even if it's going to cost me time and money, you know. That was the focus of the year for me, and I definitely achieved that. But it came at a cost, for sure, in that when I was setting that as my goals of, like, seizing opportunities and things, I also still set a lot of big, like, project goals for myself and things that I wanted to achieve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like finally finishing that font that I started back in 2016 and, you know, didn't work on that a single second in 2018. Sorry, 2017 is when I started that. Wow, this is confusing. <laughs> so yeah, that one definitely went undone. I wanted to get my website finished. I just managed to scrape in getting the blog done before the end of the year. But yeah, definitely didn't get as far on that as I wanted. So I think I just forgot to account for all the time and energy that travel takes, you know, it's not just the time you're on a trip. Yeah, but it sounds to me like perhaps you had a similar experience like I did last year where you just ended up investing a lot in relationship building. Yeah. You know, all these conferences and this travel you did, I'm sure you met a lot of people and made some new friends. And I think we often easily underestimate the power of that and how important that can be. And of course, like tr when you're traveling, it's so hard to keep up with the project work, right? I'm always so over ambitious thinking I can keep up with it all. But in reality, it's, it's super, super difficult. So I wouldn't be too hard on yourself. You did so much travel and I'm sure you met some super interesting people and learned a lot. So I think that's still really valuable. Yeah, I did for sure. You're right. That's something I for sure want to continue working on in 2019 is investing in relationships and being really purposeful about that. You know, it's hard to get close to people when you get older, I think. And especially my personality type, I'm like, I w I'm not shy, but I find it hard to open up to people. Like, yeah, but I also at the same time really, really love being in a, like a deep relationship with someone. Like, I'm just talking, you know, friendship, whatever. And so, yeah, that's, that's something for sure that I want to work on. Um, should we shift tracks into talking about 2019? Yeah, for sure. Do you have one big goal in particular or how have you broken yours down? I do, actually. My overarching goal for the year actually comes from an issue that I faced in 2018, which was overwhelm because of all the travel and things that I was just talking about. I feel like I spent so much of the year feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed, like way more than is healthy and way more than I really needed to, considering that... A lot of it is stuff that I put on myself and like pressure I put on myself. So I'm actively wanting to work on that for 2019. So my overarching goal for the year is actually for balance. I want to feel like I live a balanced life and that I spend more time like happy and not stressed than I do stressed. Because I know that 
those moments of stress will happen. I, I know it will, part of my job working in tech and just, you know, being a motivated person with a lot I want to get done. I know that stress and overwhelm is bound to happen, but I just want to minimize it as much as I can. So setting this as my goal, setting balance as my focus for the year means that I can't work on like a bunch of projects at the expense of that balance, if that makes sense. Right. So it like comes a time where you have to say no. And I guess you have to yes. learn when that time is, which can be really hard. <laughs> yeah. So if it, if I'm feeling like I've spent the past week feeling off kilter, feeling unbalanced, if I want to achieve my goal, I've got to stop working on this project right now and just like be okay with shelving it for another time and like, you know, take a break for a bit. Um, so yeah, that's my overarching goal for the year is, is for balance. Nice. And then do you want to share one of your other goals that you have? Yeah. So this is going to sound so contradictory, but as well as wanting balance, there is a lot of projects I want to get done too. Of you know? course, because we're ambitious <laughs> on the show. Always. In order to cope with this and to like try and help with this balance, I've broken my year up into quarters, which is what we do in business, you know, um, and now I'm going to do it for my side business as well. Uh, and I think this will help me like shelf things and not worry about them until it's time to and time box stuff to like get it done rather than letting it stretch on for the whole year if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so there's a couple of big things i want to achieve this year um the first one is getting this webflow series this little course about um creating an an e-commerce store out that's my main focus for q1 uh (laughs) and then there's also a couple of things that i've previously committed to that i need to make like you know project goals to make sure I get them done. And that is putting together a brand new conference talk for a conference I'm speaking at in May in Chicago. It's going to be about working as an in-house designer and the processes and like, you know, building relationships with the team, that sort of thing. So I'm excited for that. Cool. Another one is a website that I'm going to be designing and building for the Reading Rush, which is a readathon. A friend of mine, Ariel Bissett, is running it and she's hired me on to make the website, which is going to be really good for me. Because I won't be doing so much coding at work anymore. We're hiring a front-end developer. So yeah, it'll be good to have that project. Some other things I want to get done is finally launch my portfolio course that I think I've been talking about for a while. I want to make a course about making a killer portfolio. Nice. And the way I'm going to get this done is time boxing it. So I might take another month off making videos and like, you know, get it all done in a concentrated time frame. Because honestly, having it as a thing in the back of my mind that I should work on here and there just isn't working for me. So, you know, it's time to try something different. (laughs) Have you tried before, like, setting goals to be achieved within a certain time period? Or like, for this month, it's going to be this thing. And if so, has that worked for you in the past? Not in my personal stuff, really. But, um, well, kind of, but yeah, not really like a big project more. I do monthly focuses and that, that works, but, um, I've seen how splitting things up into quarters has had a huge impact on what I'm able to achieve in my day job. So that's why I want to try it in like my side stuff as well, you know, and there's a couple more things for the second half of the year that I want to do is I do want to finish that font again. I'm going to time box it and just (laughs) get it out there and not like, you know, I just don't want that on my mind anymore. And also I want it to exist. So I want to get it done. Uh, and then it's writing my book that I can't remember if I've talked about on the podcast yet. But I want to write a book. It'll be like a guide to life as a designer. So the second half of the year for me is really going to be focused on writing and planning. This is the thing that I know is going to take a long time. So I want to end the year with like a proposal written. That's like the goal that I'm aiming for. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. 
So it'll mean a lot of like writing that I then discard to like get to the main idea, you know, but um, I just want to put the time into it. So that is my focus and a big dump of my goals for the year. Wow. Do you have any career or personal goals or it sounds like most of them are related to your projects and your like side professional development? Um, Well, the balance one, I would count as a a personal goal because that's like life in general, you know, and there's a bunch of like trips I want to take and stuff that I I don't want to take up too much time talking about. But really, my goal is just to make sure that my career is on the trajectory that I want it to be. And I feel like work is already going pretty good. Um, And I set a lot of goals, you know, for the projects that I'm achieving at work. And I feel like that's okay. I'm not worried about that one. Like, I think my design career is already on a good trajectory, so it doesn't need as much help, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So just, that's more of a, if you think of start, stop, continue. Have you heard of that framework before? No. What do you want to start doing? What do you want to stop doing? And what do you want to continue? is a way to think about how you should set goals and things. So I just want to continue with what I'm doing at my day job at the moment. I think I'm in a really good place. I think I'm on a path of improving. So yeah, that's that's all going good. Yeah, that's so cool. I love how your goals are so project focused. Mine are a bit more category focused. Okay, let's hear them. Yeah, so I have focused most of my goals on personal stuff and less so on side projects. And the reason I've done it this way is because I just started the YouTube and I want to kind of make that my main goal for this year. And because I am so new to this, I don't feel like I have enough context or know enough about how much time that's going to take up, how often I'm going to do it, you know, things like that. So I've kind of intentionally left it open for now to see how it goes. Who knows, maybe like in a month, I don't know, no one watches them and I stop doing it. I don't know. I don't think that'll happen. (laughs) We'll, we'll, We'll see, we'll see. Hopefully not. But I think I would be way too over optimistic if I set myself a goal of doing the YouTube channel and writing a blog post every week and setting a newsletter and, and, and. Oh, yeah. And I th- I fear that I would get into a position where I would have too many of them that I'd just be paralyzed and wouldn't do any, you know? So I'd rather just have this one thing I want to focus on. It's kind of like instead of a monthly focus, it's my annual focus, I suppose, is, is just doing the video stuff and seeing how it goes. And I have no idea where that will take me. Maybe that will lead to other opportunities. Maybe that will spark my writing and creativity again. I don't know. But for now, that's like my main content side project goal is to do the videos. Hopefully I manage to do one video a month. I think I will. I've already filmed seven videos and it's the 2nd of January. Oh, you can take the first half of the year off. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm pretty confident I'll achieve that one. I wrote down like a little goal for like how many subscribers I want to potentially get in one year and this is wild guessing because I have no context on how easy it is to get subscribers but I put down 2,000 as my base goal and then 5,000 is like a stretch goal but who knows I'll see by the end of the year. I think you will reach that easy that is my future prediction so let's revisit okay, this okay. <laughs> at the end of 2019 and we'll see if I'm correct. Okay we'll see yeah I have no context so no idea if that's way too over ambitious or not uh, and then you know engage with the community on there and you know form some hopefully new friendships and also I'm hoping that it will contribute to my 
personal and professional development. Like my channel is going to be fully focused about design and research. That's what I do at my day job. So I'm hoping that it will be a nice contribution to my career and then also my yeah personal online brand, quote unquote, uh, that kind of gross word. But yeah, just wanting to kind of establish myself more online and start being a bit more of an authority and teaching and giving back to the community. Awesome. Okay, my next category is physical health, which I started getting into a bit last year with my running. Last year I ran, I started running in May and I ran a total of 215 kilometers for the whole year. Oh my gosh. Yeah, crazy, right? Like when I started running, I didn't think I could even run five. So that was from May to December. This year I want to try and run 500 kilometers in the whole year which feels, it's, it's more than double, but I did start in May, so I have an extra five months. So provided I start training a bit harder and running further, hopefully I can make it. Uh, so that's kind of my running goal. And then, oh, I actually wrote down continue yoga. So like you were saying before, the continue stops that. Yeah, so with yoga, I just want to continue doing that. I go twice a week and I feel, you know, that that contributes in a healthy way to my life. And another one I added, which has been coming up in the last month for me, is I'm really interested as a like little side interest to learn more about food in terms of like, I want to learn what is in certain foods, what's good to eat more of, what you should eat less of. So like nutrition? Yeah, kind of like nutrition, like getting a bit of awareness about what I'm eating and what I'm putting in my body so that I can develop more healthy eating habits, so to speak. I haven't figured out how I'm going to learn about that. So I don't know if anyone has a book or an Instagram account or a YouTube channel or, or someone, something that teaches people about this, I would really love to hear it. And then lastly, I have to start drinking less. <laughs> I think last year I had a glass of wine almost every night with dinner. So just generally, I, I want to try drinking less and I'm actually doing sober January this month. So starting with that and seeing how we go for the rest of the year. But you love making cocktails. I know. I love making cocktails. Every Saturday night I make cocktails. I think I'm going to have to start experimenting with non-alcoholic cocktails. Well, I'm sure that'll be just as fun to make, but maybe not so fun to drink. <laughs> yeah. So yes, those are my physical health goals. If I can do the 500 kilometers running, I'll be super proud of myself. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't, couldn't even imagine running that far, to be honest. <laughs> I'm like, I would be happy with myself this year if I make it to the gym twice a week. Like that's how little I've been going. And it's literally right in my building. So I have no excuse. <laughs> All right, my next category is also health related, but instead of physical health, this is about financial health. Ooh. Yes, talking about money. And so I started getting really interested in personal finance about six months ago, and I have a few friends that are really into it, and we share a lot of articles about personal finance, have lots of discussions about it. And so I want to kind of make that a big focus for me this year is just understanding more about my finances, getting more awareness and control over my spending and my saving. So I've started using an app. It's called YNAB, which stands for You Need a Budget. Mm -hmm. And it's very popular. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it basically teaches you 
how to budget and gives you more visibility over your money. So I started using that and I'm starting to, after a couple of months, get an understanding for what my sort of regular spending habits, I suppose, are. Like I have more awareness on how much I spend a month on groceries and how much I spend on clothes or whatever. And so I feel like now I've kind of learned that awareness. It's now time to start making healthy habits or making healthy changes to how I spend and use my money. So yeah, that's just something that I've gained a personal interest in. I want to start consciously saving for retirement. Uh, We don't have pension, automatic pension plans. It's not really a thing in the Netherlands. Weirdly, I recently found out. So I want to start proactively saving for retirement And then another thing I want to do, which I started doing this six months ago and I want to continue doing, so again, another continue, Mm -hmm. is investing in stocks every month. So I started investing a small amount in stocks about six months ago and yeah, it's been really interesting. I didn't know much about the stock market before. I still don't. There is so much to learn, but it's been an interesting experience and it's something that I want to do sort of in the long run with more of a long-term mindset. Cool. That's awesome. Can I button with a finance goal that I have that mm-hmm. I'm not really treating as a 2019 goal, but it kind of is. Um, I once read this article a couple of years ago that said, by the time you're 30, you should have your like equivalent of your annual salary in savings. And so like when I read that, even though like that's really unrealistic for a lot of people and, you know, I don't think that it, that's the thing that you should feel like you're failing if you don't do. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, that's something I want to aim for. And so for years I've been like saving towards that, I suppose. And I turned 30 in February. So there's like two months to go and I'm pretty close to meeting it. So yeah. Wow, that's cool. That is that is a finance goal that I will have either achieved or failed by the end of February. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so awesome. I think it's good to set goals like these and have awareness and also being conscious of money from a long-term mindset yes. point of view. Um, maybe we can do a whole episode about this sometime because I feel like I have a lot to share. Yeah, I'd love that. But yeah, it's it's been a really interesting sort of new thing that I've become interested in recently. And, you know, especially with like, yeah, thinking about the future and freaking now and wanting to buy a house and all those things. It's better to start earlier than later. Yeah, for sure. Lastly, I have some bonus goals. So these are not categorized, but they're just some things that I thought about that I want to do this year. Uh, the first one is write every day. So I want to write, not not necessarily blog, like publish things, but just write at least. So I've done two days so far. It's January 2nd. So, so far going strong. 100% to complete. Yep. Woohoo. <laughs> Another one is to host four design nights at work. This is a work-related goal. Last year, we had two design nights that I hosted at Uber, where we invite the design community in for some talks and pizza and things like that. I want to do more of those this year. The third is to grow the local Webflow community. So I run the Webflow Amsterdam community on Meetup. And so that's a goal this year for me is to grow there and meet other cool designers and people using Webflow. And then the last goal is to gain more independence at work. So yeah, I, I want to, you know, become a bit more confident, gain a bit more leadership and yeah, basically get some more independence and not feel like I have to always rely on other colleagues in my team, you know, to, to help me. I basically want to learn how to do things more on my own. Yeah. Love that. That's awesome. I like how you've 
set your goals as a mix of this like health plus projects plus work. I think that's that's great. Yeah, it's a bit a bit random and a bit lacking of side projects, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've done the side projects thing, like had that be my main focus for the past few years. And this year I really want to kind of like you focus more on balance, but also focus more on uh, like mental health and personal health as well. And just generally feel good about myself and the things that I'm doing. Yeah. Love that. And one, one can, that I want to add in that I forgot about um, because it's not, I'm not sitting in my office right now, so I'm not seeing it, but I bought a stage piano in a Black Friday sale oh, yeah. and I've been learning to play piano. Um, I played keyboard when I was, I think, I don't know, it was for 10 years when I was a kid. I think it was like, I don't know, maybe until I was 17, something like that. And then I stopped when I moved away to university. So I've picked that back up and I'm like, yeah, relearning how to read music and all that. Um, so that's something that I want to keep going with um, that I started in December and was loving as a nice like mental break from working on projects, working on the computer, because it's like I'm not trying to become a musician or anything. I'm just playing piano to play piano because it's something that I want to have done in my life and it's like a skill that I want to have. So yeah, keep keep going with that, I guess. And maybe I should set a goal of how many songs I want to know how to play like in full by the end of the year. I don't know. I don't quite know how to set that yet. I think like you with YouTube, I'm too new at piano to know really what's possible. <laughs> what's reasonable. Yeah. It's yeah, hard to exactly. know when you start something new. Yeah. But I think, I think it's always good to have those things where you, you do it just because you want to do it, you know, like you don't necessarily have to have a goal that you want to reach in order to give purpose to something, right? Like, you know, if you want to learn how to play piano and do it just for fun, then that's reason enough. So I think it's good to have those things as well thrown in the mix just to keep yourself sane and also enjoy life along the way. Yeah, exactly. I think that all of my goals this year really fit into this um, overarching thing of just things that I want to have done in my life. I went to Epicurance Unknown that I think I talked about in a couple of podcast episodes ago in 2018 and it was like honestly one of the most valuable things I did in my year was go along to that because it really made me think about my career what I want out of it and how if I don't actively work on it it's not going to happen you know so all of the goals that I've shared and all of the things you know it's basically about how I want to live my life and what I want to have done when I'm retired and when I'm looking back on my career like what I want to have had my name on and have completed so yeah um, is there anything about 2018 for you that was like a standout moment, something that you want to do more of? Because for me, I definitely want to go to another epic occurrence or, you know, a similar event like that where I can have some deep connections with people and talk deeply and, and you know, really get really introspective about life and, and my design career. Um, so that's something that I'll be looking out for as an opportunity like that. Yeah, I think I, I didn't talk about it in this episode, but last year I did a workshop about articulating design decisions, I think it was called, by Tom Griever. And that for me really helped give me some perspective and, and build some confidence in my career. I felt like I could bring those practical things back and share them with my team and integrate them into my workflow, which you know, helped me excel and grow as a designer. So I'd love to do more workshops this year. I, yeah, I only did the one. And to be honest, it was, I think it was even the only real design workshop I've ever really done. And I found it really valuable. So I'd love to do more of those to learn more practical skills and, 
and techniques that I can bring into my workflow. And I think also just on a conference note, I went to XOXO last year, which for me was the highlight standout conference that I went to and I really enjoyed. And I want to do more of those kind of things where it's like, you know, you invest in one, really one or two, whatever, like really big conferences that have a big impact on you, as opposed to, you know, in the past, I've gone to lots of tiny, small conferences, which are fun, but I don't feel like I gain real value or learnings that I can, you know, put into my career growth. So I think I want to focus on that this year as a, a main sort of investment in my, t- in my career is, yeah, workshops and, you know, one or two conferences that really contribute. Yep. Love it. I think that's a really great way to go about it. And I think I'm doing the same. I think there'll be very few conferences I go to this year that I'm not speaking at. Mm, That's kind of nice. Yeah. There's just so many trips I want to take and things I want to do that I don't think a lot of conferences are really going to fit in this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. All right. Well, here's to another year, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited to document our progress towards all of these things on this podcast and just keep everyone updated throughout the year on on how we're going and what we're learning and how we're actually achieving these goals. I think that the things that we've talked about here, you're probably going to hear come up again and again um, throughout episodes this year. So hopefully you're interested in that. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're interested in something else, then please let us know or listen to a different podcast, I guess. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) if you want to hear anything interesting in particular from us this year about design, side projects, motivation, creativity, then please do leave us a tweet. We're at designlifefm. You can tweet us there with your topic suggestions. Yeah, and I'd love to hear actually if anyone listening has an overarching like theme for the year as well or you know something that they're focusing on. Let us know about it because it's just always really interesting to hear what other people focus on. It makes you think of goals that actually you might want to set for yourself. So it's good to talk about. Let us know. Awesome. Okay. Thanks for the chatting with me, Charlie. It was awesome to hear your goals. Yeah, awesome to hear yours too. I think it's really good that we took this time to do this reflection and stuff. And I'm looking forward to seeing how you go achieving yours and also how I go achieving mine. (laughs) Woohoo. All right. I'll catch you in the next episode. Yep. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.